Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Around the World in 80 Mythologies. Sorry for missing last week's session. I was planning an extra long lesson plan that I still actually haven't finished. And I figured instead of missing two weeks, it'd be better if I just uh, got this one out and then did the one I was planning next week. So next week, we'll be learning about the Odyssey. It's one of the longest stories I know uh, lengthwise just because of how much information is actually in it. Anyway, that's besides the point. So today we're going to talk about the 14, or more commonly referred to as the 12 Olympic gods, but there's 14 of them actually. So sit back, relax, grab a bag of popcorn, and we'll probably learn about some Zodiacs by the end of this lesson actually, because I may have some extra time. Anyway, that's besides the point. Okay, so the first one, the one everyone knows, Zeus. God of the sky, king of gods. Now, Zeus is one of the original six um, gods born from uh, Kronos and uh, Rhea. Now, he is also the he's also a really powerful god. And typically, you'll find that if he gets defeated, the rest of the gods tend to scatter in the in the story of uh, Typhoon. And yeah, he did. He's one of the more powerful gods. Now, next one up is Hera. Everyone knows her. She's also one of the six original Olympic gods. Now, she is actually the goddess of marriage. Which is really ironic, considering who she married. In fact, actually, there is in recorded in like recorded Greek history, according to like their mythology, Hera never actually had any children outside of her relationship with Zeus. I could be wrong, but I like I'm still trying to catch up on mythology, and not only that, I'm tired as all hell. But from what I can tell, she had no other children. Which, let's be fair, like, she honestly could and no one would bat an eye. However, she is, this also makes her a very vengeful goddess. Including to, she's, like, she's a vengeful goddess, including to uh, Zeus's children. For instance, the story of Heracles. Now, in the story of Heracles, Hera makes his life hell. She is actually, well, she's not the actual reason, but she is a huge contributing factor to why uh, Heracles needed to do the 12 labors. And everyone really knows that story, so I'm thinking about maybe skipping that story, because, like, everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Anyway, next up is Demeter. Demeter is also one of the six original gods, or goddesses. She's one of the six original gods. She is the goddess of grain and agriculture. Like, just in general. And she, like, she is involved in one major story that everyone knows, and it's the story of uh, Persephone and Hades. Now, if you don't know that story, here's a, here's a little brief uh, example. Uh, Hades got lonely. He wanted a wife. He kidnapped Persephone. P- 
Persephone fucked up somewhere along the line. And now she's stuck in the underworld for a third of the year. Yeah. Because the Greeks only believed in three seasons. So in reality, she's stuck down there for four months. Out of the twelve. And because we're on this subject, we're going to go to Hades next. And then we're going to go to another goddess that not many people know. Hades, god of the underworld, another powerful god. He is also one of the original six. And he is, so he is an Olympic god while he's not considered one typically. The reason, like his status on Olympus is more honorary, sort of. He's only allowed up to Olympus once, like once a year. And that's during the winter solstice. Sorry, again, guys, I'm really tired. But yeah, he's only allowed on the winter solstice. And every other time, every other part of the year, he has to be in the underworld. Because he has to watch over it. However, despite being a god of the dead, he's not the god of death, if that makes sense. The god of death title actually falls to Athanatos. He is the actual god of death. To put it quite simply, Hades does not control the die. Thanatos does. Anyway, next up is Hestia. Now, Hestia is an interesting goddess. She is also one of the original six. Not many people know her, though. And the reason not many people know her is because she actually, in Greek mythology, gave up her position on Olympus. She is the goddess of the hearth, of, like, the home, essentially. And she is, one again, she is one of the original six. And the reason I'm doing her after and not doing a well-known god or goddess is because she actually is the one who technically got Persephone trapped in the underworld. According, according to legend, that she was the one who proposed that Persephone, since she only ate one-third of uh, the pomegranate which she ate, that she stay in the underworld for one-third of the year. Demeter was not happy, of course, but she, like, she gave in, essentially. And that's why we actually, that's why, that's how the Greeks believe our seasons change. The Greeks believe our seasons change because of this. Every time Persephone is away from Demeter, she causes famine and cold, and it kills our, like, our wildlife. Which, let's face it, that's probably accurate to Demeter, because... She's also a very vengeful goddess. You'll find that the original six are not chill people, except Hades. Like, Hades, like, it wasn't even Hades' idea to kidnap Persephone. It was Zeus's. Beautiful. Anyway, besides the point. Yeah, Hestia it was a logical goddess. And she figured, hey, do this. Everyone's happy. Ish. So yeah, every time Persephone's on Earth... Which is like the spring, the summer, and most of fall. Plants flourish. Every time she's away from Demeter, Demeter grows cold and causes a famine on the earth. And yeah, that's how it actually happened in the story too, to be honest with you. 
Uh, yeah. Demeter is like, you know what? Fuck y'all. All y'all humans dying. Take a nice sip of coke there. Anyway. Next up is Poseidon. Poseidon is the god of the sea. Another really powerful god. And so if you ever read Percy Jackson's, uh, if you never read Percy Jackson, sorry, I almost called him the author of that. Oh, Lord, I think after this, I'm going to need to go to bed. Anyway, if you never read Percy Jackson, uh, Hades, Zeus, and Poseidon are called the big three. There's a reason for this. All of them are children of the original, uh, of the, like, the Titans. They spawn from the Titans directly. And they are the most powerful, each with their own realm. of Like, all, each with their own realm. So, Poseidon has this... Not Poseidon. Poseidon does not have this guy. Poseidon has the sea. Zeus has the sky. Hades has the underworld. Now, of course, Poseidon is the god of the sea. He's one of the original six, as, as stated. And... And... Lord, do you not want to get on this man's bad side? Like, this man has no chill. If he can't get you, he'll get someone to get you. It is... Oh, God, Lord. He is not a very happy god, like, 45% of the time. The other 55%, you're lucky. Yeah, in fact, actually, he's one of the... One of the stories he's involved in is... Uh, he's actually involved in the Odyssey. He's one of the reasons um, Odysseus almost doesn't make it home. Okay, let's see. So we had Zeus, Hera, Demeter, Hestia, Poseidon, Hades. Those are the original six. All right. That's six of the 14. Now the other god, the other god that is... So... The other god that's on the Olympic Council and actually steps down for the Winter Solstice is Dionysus. Dionysus is the god of wine. And no stories really come to mind when I think of him, to be honest with you. But I guarantee you I will find a story eventually. But he's the god of wine. And in fact, actually, he's a... he's. Another one of the older gods. Alright. Next up, we have Aphrodite. I don't know what that accent was, but okay. Aphrodite is the goddess of love. And to put it quite simply, probably the origin of whorehouses. Probably. Probably. Yeah, um, if you ever went to a temple of Aphrodite, like, no, not here. They are the or she is the origin of four houses. I guarantee that. <laughs> I guarantee that. Yeah, Greece was very big on Aphrodite for a lot of reasons. All right, next up. We have Artemis, goddess of the hunt. Now, Artemis is actually a pretty interesting goddess. Um, she uh, she also is the 
sister of Apollo, which who will, which who I'll discuss next. So one of the only stories that really comes to mind for her. Oh, before we continue on, I forgot to say this. Aphrodite is, according to Greek mythology, the cause of the Trojan War. I'll explain this when I have to explain the history of the Trojan War. Anyway, Artemis. The only story that really comes to mind for her is the story of Orion. Basically, Apollo got jealous of Orion being Artemis's hunting partner. So we went to uh, Gaia to get a scorpion big enough to kill him. And it did, but Orion in turn killed the scorpion. Both of which were uh, commemorated in the stars by uh, Zeus. Yeah, um, I can guarantee you Artemis was not happy with that. Anyway, moving on. We got Apollo. Apollo, the god of healing ish okay we're gonna put the ish there because he is a god of healing uh prophecy and music now there's a lot of stories that come to mind for apollo but i think the one i'm gonna say is probably the story of midas um we're not gonna say the whole story but basically he had a mute if i remember correctly he had a music competition with um pan and Midas was asked to judge. And uh, King Midas told Apollo that Pan had won. And Apollo, basically being a child, uh, gave him an ass's ears, which is donkey ears. Now, a fun thing about Apollo and Artemis is, is that they are pretty relaxed gods. But if you get on their bad side, they go fucking nuclear. There is actually a story. It's I haven't read the full thing, but there is a story out there where um, a mother was making fun of theirs, of their mother, because she only had two children, Apollo and Artemis, while she had 50. Yeah, no... Apollo and Artemis didn't take kindly to that, so they descended from they descended from Olympus and killed all fifty of her children. All fifty. No hesitation. No survivors. Just all fifty. Again, the most relaxed gods can be vengeful too. And speaking of vengeful, we get to Athena. Athena's one of my favorite goddesses. Will actually like, I'll go over that more later. But Athena is the goddess of wisdom and of war. She is a goddess of wisdom, crafts, and war. But here's the thing: unlike Ares, she is the goddess of war tactics. Now, the story that comes to my, in mind for her is the story of uh, Arachne. Now, if you don't know the story. It's a pretty common one. Basically, Arachne um, was bragging that her art, that her weaving, was like amazing, better than the gods. And so Athena heard this, and she came down to Earth. 
and she tried to she tried to warn her several times like surely like surely you can't boast that you're better than the gods and uh, Laragne continued and then she went from her old woman disguise that she is a big fan of apparently to her true form as Athena now they actually both decide like both weaved for a competition and Athena did one of mortals being uh tormented by the gods and goddesses for like being prideful now Athena um, Arachne I don't know what she made but she actually made a really good piece of work that actually won over Athena's but Athena again is a vengeful goddess like she can like all gods and goddesses when they get upset they go fucking nuclear Artemis and like Artemis and Apollo are one of the most well known for being relaxed but can go nuclear but no no one wants to talk about Athena so Arachne won and Athena got so angry that she turned her to a spider on the spot and that's why that's the origin for spiders and also why spiders weave webs yeah yeah not a not a not a happy goddess not one you want to piss off either okay moving on ares now ares is a god of war similar to athena however he is also the god of bloodlust and actually prisoners of war now the reason he is the god of prisoners of war is because when two giants stacked mountains on top of each other trying to climb up to olympus they sent ares down to uh <laughs> they sent ares down and ares is like what what athena's a war god a war, like a war goddess too and they're like huh go so he was actually captured and put in a bronze jar for a whole long time. And they actually sent Hermes uh Hermes to get him. And uh yeah, no. I, I, like I'm pretty sure he delayed that as much as possible. See, Ares is arrogant and he's prideful. Which leads which is what led to his downfall here too, actually. Now when he was released, he actually later became a god of prisoners of war. In other words, you should treat prisoners of war with respect. Because if not, Ares will strike you down. Now, the other thing, the other another story that comes to mind is, um, actually, you know what? I'll get into that. I'll get into that one another time when we're talking about why the god should not intervene in mortal affairs. Anyway, next up. We have Hermes, messenger god. Also the source of a really big fuck-up in the United States. So, if you've never seen the medical staff, the medical staff is a staff with wings and two snakes. This is the co commonly referred to as the staff of Hermes, because it is. Now, Hermes is a messenger god. What does he have to do with healing? I'll tell you what he has to do with healing. The biggest mistake in the United States when it comes to putting mythology with something. 
they meant to put the the staff of Asclepius, which is a staff, no wings, with one snake going around it. Which is he because he's the actual god of healing. Nope. Oh, they put Hermes instead. <sighs> we really need people to get to do their research before, like, you know, we just say, eh, this'll do. Anyway, that's besides the point. It's all said and done now. There's nothing they can do, because, like, that, that symbol's been there for longer than I have, the longer that I've been on this earth. Anyway, last but not least, we have Hepatitis. Now, Hepatitis is not a good-looking god. At all. If you don't know why, then I'm going to tell you why. This man was thrown off Olympus twice. And in response to this, he is very, very crippled. And dis and disfigured. He is a, not a not a good looking god. And yeah, no. The, so the story that comes to mind for him would have to be. Hmm. I'm trying to think. You know what? We'll go to the story of Medusa for this one. So Hermes, um, not Hermes, Hepatitis actually gave uh, Perseus the um, the uh, sickle that he needed to kill Medusa. Not only that, he is also the one who forged the ages, which is Medusa's head molted into a shield. It is typically seen as a symbol of Athena. However, it was gifted to Zeus. So if you ever see a statue of Athena and you see that the ages is on it, it is a very like it is because she was responsible for its creation. However, Zeus is the one who got it. And on to top it all off, that is the fourteen Olympic gods. So Epithetus is also the crafter of armor. Most heroes' armor, to be to be exact, he actually crafted Achilles' armor. Yeah, no, he crafted Achilles' armor, and um, it was such a really funny. Once uh, Achilles died, they actually had a huge uh, debate over who should get his armor, and I think, if I remember correctly, I think he ended up going to. Odysseus, I'm not quite sure. I need to I need to reread the Trojan War because it is a long it is a long long story. Anyway, that's the 14 Olympic gods. Uh, as a crash course on them again. I was not prepared for this lesson plan again because I was preparing the Odyssey, but I still need to get some things together for that. So next week we will be learning about the Odyssey, and that should be fun. Everyone likes the Odyssey. It's like the number one high school story for mythology that you hear. There's a reason for that. It's long. It has a good length. Not only that, there's lots of study about it. 
It also has a history lesson in there. It has the Trojan War. The Trojan War was actually an actual war, but all the mythological elements are debatable. So I guess while we're here, I'll discuss another Apollo story, since I have another minute at least. So another Apollo story is he he's actually Apollo is actually the god who struck down Achilles. Now, if you don't know why, basically, um, Achilles was going around destroying statues of Apollo. And basically, the gods take that as a challenge. And when an arrow was shot in Achilles' direction, Apollo guided the arrow into his heel. Because he is also, he is actually a god of uh, archery. Like, he is one of the gods of archery. But yeah, no. That is it for this episode. I hope to see you next week for the Odyssey. Uh, And uh, after that, I'll see y'all later. Bye.